what? No, God, no. I object. No, no, no. Do you hear me? Whoever's listening, no. Don't grant him this way. He was kidding. Hello, sparkly bracelets that you used to wear a lot of in, in honestly, high school and then I think college. I went through a real bracelet-making phase with my college BFF, Maria Lito. Shout out. So shout um, hello to those. Uh, welcome to sports. It's the podcast that ends with a question mark, but it starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. What's going on? I paused after Katie Nolan, like Katie Nolan was going to say hi. <laughs> I know Christina. you paused and I was like waiting. Hi. <laughs> this is today's question brought to you by Dr. Pepper. College football is oh, back oh. and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Go Travis. Hi, Katie, Christina and Travis. This is Dennis from D.C. and Steve from New Hampshire. Here to leave a voicemail in one take. We both just graduated law school together, and I'm moving away to be a lawyer for the Navy. We became really good friends just by studying and drinking together, and we're really going to miss one another. We're a little worried about this distance, and it made us wonder if there was a friend that you guys haven't seen in a while and what you miss most about them. Oh. Thanks for listening, and we love you, and we mean it. Oh my god. Oh, oh my, my god. god, how cute. Oh my god. I love you and I mean it. There were two names and I work so hard to remember one and I never get it right. And so I forget their names already, but I think one was Steve. Hi, Katie, Christina, and Travis. This is Dennis from DC and Steve from New Hampshire. Dennis. Dennis and Steve. Dennis and Steve, it's your two dads. They're friends. This is the best. I love this voicemail <laughs> so much. Um oh. Was that not the cutest? I do also want to say it wasn't the cutest. Scripted remember that, right? It was scripted. Had to be because they nailed it on the first take. Yeah, the lawyer scripted it. Yeah, Dennis and Steve don't show up on. Well, they're both Dennis lawyers. and Steve Didn't are the opposite of me. Oh yeah, yeah they they Dennis and Steve are are the peak of preparedness. And look, I'm not knocking the it. opposite of this podcast. Yes. Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. The best is when you agree and then take offense with the assessment. You're like, yeah, totally. Wait, what? <laughs> How dare you? I can say it. You can't. Uh, Dennis and Steve, who love each other very much and are going to miss each other. Man, I miss a lot of things about a lot of my friends. Yeah, I think I was actually just thinking about this the other day, um, probably because I saw a TikTok on it. Uh, but somebody was mentioning how you aren't prepared for that feeling of once you graduate college, when you're with your friends 24-7, you're in a place where you you can see your, your friends, the people you want to see at any time of any day, because you don't have a normal person job yet. You don't have other responsibilities. Um, and you all live in the it, same building. Exactly. You live five steps from each other. Very close. So, you know, when you move away from that and now you have jobs and lives and, you know, everybody's busy, the older you get, I'm realizing the harder it is to coordinate meeting up with your friends one time a year. How sad is that? I mean, I you, it's just it's the harder it is, the older you get. Is there a smarter a uh, richer social uh, scientist, I guess, would be the job that's working on the concept of like, why can't we all just live essentially on college campuses with our friends and our families? Right. Every That'd town so should sick. just be like a little self-sustaining ecos. I guess that's how it used to be. You'd be friends with your neighbors. Now it's like, no, I know enough people. I don't need to know a lot more people. Uh, 
Yeah, like I like the people I know. Neighbors, what am I going to do? Knock on their door? It's (laughs) weird. I've pitched these two ideas to my group of friends that like went to college with is we all move back to Columbus and just buy houses in the same neighborhood or we all just buy a ginormous mansion that has enough kitchens where you can separate, but then you're just all there. Yeah. I mean, like there's a point in your life where you're like, okay, I think I'm done with roommates, uh, except for, you know, if you're going to get married to somebody and have kids, those essentially count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But if it you there is still this like very specific joy like Dan and his roommate who were roommates for so long that they were essentially in a domestic partnership when they moved out (laughs) recently and Dan found out that Mike his roommate is was going to live like a block and a half from where he was moving to it was like this and he'll be right around the corner which was such a great feeling If if you happen to have somebody in your building that is your friend I imagine that is the coolest because you just like can go knock on their door and be like, what's up? Want to hang? I need to hang. That's the best thing about like your close friends is you need, sometimes you don't have to knock. You just open up the door and walk in. Yeah. That's why when people watch the show friends now, they're like, the show sucks. It's so unrealistic. It's like, yeah, it was closer to realistic a couple of years ago that across the hall from you would be your dear, your dearest friend. Uh, the apartment never made sense in terms of money. It, it never made sense that those people who work those stupid jobs can somehow pay for that rent for that apartment with that window situation they had. But I digress. What do I miss the most about my friends or the television show friends? Uh, <laughs> Take your pick. I miss, I'll tell you what I miss about my sister-in-law who was my friend before my brother married her, but it was, she wasn't my friend first. That sounded like I was too mad about something, <laughs> but I, she counts as a friend is what I'm saying. She's not just family uh, is sitting on a couch next to each other watching a TV. She watches TV exactly the same way I do. And I've never met anybody that watches it the way I do, which is you're playing a a game on your phone and half paying attention to the show. You're basically listening to the show as a podcast and looking up. And I only do that with certain TV shows that I know I can do that too, which by the way, I'm going to tell you in friendly banter, I binged an entire new show and I have so many opinions on it. Um, But I miss sitting next to Julie, not having to talk, but when one of us would talk, the other one would stop both things they were doing, watching a show and playing a dumb game and uh and listen and then we'd laugh and then we go back to our phones it's, she's just the greatest at it and i miss her i miss her so much oh yeah i think it I, what i've noticed over the last couple of years is i try really hard to especially because i've moved back home to connecticut i didn't go to college here so none of my college friends who i consider my closest friends mm-hmm. none of them are even within an easy plane ride of me. They all live, you know, across the country. So I've made it a really big point to reach out to them and text them as often as I can just to say like, hey, checking in, like seeing how you're doing. Because I know that life gets busy. Um, But it's specifically two years ago, I realized that I had lost touch with one of my college roommates, Angelica, who I love very much. Oh, what a name. Uh, We don't know any Angelicas. Oh, she's the best. We were roommates in college senior year. And well, we had been friends since freshman year and we super close. Once we graduated, she moved to Atlanta. I moved to LA. Life got in the way and we just, you know, hadn't really kept in touch. Um, but I texted her a couple months ago and was like, hey, I feel like we haven't talked about anything in a very long time. Like, let's reconnect. And now it's like the floodgates have opened. You oh, know, it's the like best. the friendship the has feeling. rekindled. And it's like, those are the people that I love the most where it's like no time has Pick passed. Pick up where you left off. Exactly. And she's yeah, yeah. one of those people exact same way where it's like, 
we could be sitting in a room, not talking, nothing's weird. Uh, she's one of those people who like, when she sees like a funny meme or like a funny video, we'll just text it out of the blue and say, I know you'd find this funny. Uh, and nine, uh, nine times out of 10, I find it funny. Oh, that um, 10th time though. Yeah. What are you doing that 10th yeah, time? That 10th time. That 10th time. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I just, it's those kind of people that, you know, you got to keep Tennis and Steve, if I could give you one piece of advice, it would be to try to now or or soon set some sort of annual date that yes. is like every blank we blank. So for my dad, I grew up knowing a lot of his childhood friends because they used to hang out in some one of their basements and they were called the cellar dwellers. And then they started this thing where they just do the cellar dwellers every year. They do a golf tournament. And so Ooh, I would find that and hang out. So I like know my dad's friends that way. So it's like as your lives split or there's, you know, distance between you, if you keep that annual thing going some sort of a tradition it's harder to go oh my god has it been six years since i've seen steve uh that way you guys always have that thing that you gotta do that you'll fit into your schedule i think they should make it september 8th in honor of their voicemail yeah oh so every september 8th (laughs) you guys should um listen to this podcast well that wouldn't make sense because i'd like them to listen to it more than once a year did i just cost us two listeners no, the, on September 8th, they'll just go back and listen to this one on top of like that's. Yeah. Just... Oh, got it, got it, got and it. And you know what? Mm-hmm. If we, you're going to have to do it twice. So you're not exempt from the having to listen to it twice. Every time you listen to a podcast first, you do have to listen to it again the second. Well, time. when they're together, the one of them will just turn the volume yes. down. Yep. Also that. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, so then mm-hmm. we can hear it. How about every year on September 8th, you guys meet up and you buy an iPhone and you create a new account. <laughs> And you subscribe to this podcast. I think that's Love nice. Love it. Genius. So and then leave that. a review so we know that you did it. Plus one every year. Yeah. Leave us a review and put Travis's name somewhere in it. It doesn't have to be a compliment. And that way he will see it. If you can make it look like a compliment. Five stars in my name and then I'll grab it. Yeah. And, you can and bash I, me. I used to say that's this a fine. lot on this podcast, but I think I've forgotten to bring it up recently. You only have to click that last star. If you want to give us a one star review, click the one star all the way to the right and it'll give us the one star review. So just if you leave us one star review, click the, the furthest star. It's going to look like they all light up, but it's it's just <laughs> it's uh, so just click that one star. Yeah, just ignore it's, that. Yeah, it's Hebrew. You actually, it goes right to left. So you, ah, now that makes star sense. is on the right. So that's just a reminder. Um, if Thank you for your question. We love you guys and we mean it. I hope, uh, I don't know, maybe be pen pals. No, you'll just text but each other. Pen pals seems a little. Fine. I'm just worried. I don't like friends. Dating. I'm just worried. Always stay together. So I'll, I won't sleep tonight. Thanks to Dennis and Steve. But if you have a question that you want to see what depression thinks about it, uh, you could leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 860. (laughs) I almost said 806, and that would have been wrong. You know it. Say it with me. 860-506-5571. Just glasses, you know. Sometimes they're a little blurry. Myrtle likes to lick them. Hello. What's going on? Hello. Hi. I just want to say before we get into the things that you guys list in the docs, let me paint the picture. Started at the beginning. 
<laughs> the only people I really hang out with socially during any given week are you two. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Dan. It's Myrtle, who I think I've already said on this podcast. I talk to too much like she's a human. I do that at the dog park now and I get looks that I'm like, oh, I'm too close to my dog. I need to put a little bit of space. No, 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 no. That's that's on them. That's no, no, not no. on you. No, no, the other people aren't close enough. Park. We had been walking to the dog park. She was like, I don't have to poop. And I was like, if you poop, I'll take you to the park. And she was like, I don't have to poop. She kept giving me all of her little signals that she didn't have to poop. We get to the dog park. She pooped it right away, mm. ran into the middle of the field and pooped. And I walked over and I was like, I knew I didn't believe you when you said you didn't have to poop. And a guy looked <laughs> over at me and was like, what? And I was like, yeah, like it's okay. She told yeah. me on the way here. Yeah, it was. I was having a you're catching this up on this conversation, conversation at the end. Uh, yeah, but the point of this story was that I don't really interact with any people except you guys. And so friendly banter has usually just been like catching up with friends and figuring out. And but now we've gotten to a point since you are my only friends, I think that we talk about stuff before we start doing the podcast. And I will never be more upset than I am now about the fact that Travis's dating life has moved to an off podcast friendly banter. We are getting updates, but Travis, as he is wont to do and absolutely well within his rights is like, can I, we not just talk about my life, uh, personal life on a podcast. And I'm like, what do you mean? What's that? What's that boundary? I don't have that. So, but I get it because you know, my name's on it. So, um, we, we got some updates but the reason you guys haven't isn't because it's not popping off. It's just because it's uh, a personal. It just feels weird to say, cause I don't think I've ever said it. That being said, I heard Travis that you found an easy way to make French toast. I mean, Jesus Christ. So, let's hear it. I mean, let's hear it. During my uh, time dealing with my lip, I was, you know, searching for things to eat that were, you know, different, but easy. And mm-hmm. Pepperidge Farm. I has... really enjoyed my time dealing with your lip. Does people still call it that? My mom used to say, <laughs> "Stop giving me lip," but now I feel like it sounded wrong because nobody says that anymore. Travis, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Pepperidge Farm has these different breads that, like, there's you know a cinnamon raisin. There's uh, also different kinds of you know well that's flavors. I guess you kind. want uh, list but, of flavor. Uh, but so then the other day nope. I went and I got nope. one and it was French toast. Oh. And so oh. I was just eating it dry and I'm like, hmm, I'm at no, the point where Travis, I can start. Did you just wet it? Did you just run it under the no, faucet? No, 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 no. Okay. So then I was like, you know, today I was like, like yesterday I was like, all right, I can start eating, you know, food. I'm still being cautious, but I went and got the, took the French toast and it's like thick, thick cut, mm-hmm. whipped, cracked open a couple eggs, put the French toast bread in there, threw it on the skillet and you don't have to worry about like adding all the other little ingredients that you would for French toast. You don't toast. add any other little ingredients. You add like cinnamon and sugar and maybe some vanilla, but it's mostly just egg and bread. So. I ain't gotta do that. The bread's already seasoned for me. But the you're egg, putting, boom. there is no seat. What are you saying? <laughs> I don't have to add vanilla. So I, you I still vanilla. added I understand. Egg. I understand what you're saying, but you've also just described the entire process of making a normal French yes, toast. Yes, you just made an extra <laughs> French toast. You've just made an extra French French, French toast, toast bread, though. That makes zero sense to me. I remember no, the first delicious. time I encountered something like this was the French toast bagel at Panera. And I was like, what? And that I get because it mixes the flavors of French toast as in like syrup included into a bagel. Is there yeah, that makes sense. syrupy flavor included in French toast bread or is it just bread that has more egg in it? No, the bread like it tastes like French toast. Okay. 
I don't think I don't, we need that. And I and look, I, I don't mean to be a jerk. It's just sometimes there are, are technological advancements that we make as a society that I'm like, we've gone too far. We don't need that. French toast bread is one of them. An app that I can use to turn my lights on and off is another. Uh, the switch works just fine. The app, what if my phone's dead and I need the lights to be off? Doesn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah, but what if my legs so. are broken and I can't get out of bed? Sure. Well, then you, you, person with a specific <laughs> disability, should be granted uh, mm-hmm. some sort of assistance to achieve that. But I don't need my apps to be doing the... Like, you don't need just your phone to turn your lights off. You can have, like, Alexa seeing just be like, Alexa, turn the lights off. One of the most frustrating things about existing in the world right now is how many different places, like literal places and also uh internet places you have to write to jot something down it's like i don't have just one notepad where my thoughts are i've got my notes app i've got multiple notebooks in my house i've got google drive i've got uh my email sometimes sometimes i just email myself stuff i think the most frustrating thing with the advancement of technology i hear that i'll raise you to all of the different streaming services. Yeah, it's, like, it's too many. It's oh, the what, same thing. What TV show did you I watch? I said like, somebody should point. just I bundle them that. all together and resell yes. us the idea of cable. Yeah, like it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that I now- want to pay one person and have access to all the things I needed. I don't want to pay you each $7, especially when they change like, oh, we just negotiated and now we got the rights to this. And it's like, well, now I have to go get that stupid streaming service. What also doesn't make sense to me is when multiple streaming services have the same TV show, but some of them don't have all the seasons. And now it's like, what are we doing? I'm so confused. One place for one show. Yeah. Come on. I, I just. And here I thought you guys would be excited about my French toast. No, we aren't. Actually, we're so unexcited about it that we talked about something else that bothers us. I'm so us disappointed. Barely, barely. Yeah, we totally veered away from your French toast to then this is now my friendly rant. What about so I this? I just wanted to get it out there. Try this, Travis. A silver lining to me face planting into my well, no, bed no. frame. If you, What's if that? If you read it the way Travis said, it's a sliver lining. Oh, sorry. A sliver lining. I had first yeah, read yeah, it yeah. as like a silver lining to me face planting. Like he was had a brogue. <laughs> but uh, what? What? I have fingernails. I don't. I always bite my fingernails. Uh, but How I actually have this? fingernails because, like, because it like. Oh, what do you want fingernails uh-huh. for? What do you think the okay. value of having these is? I could open up the salt uh, container to put it in my cup so I could rinse my mouth out. <laughs> Good point. That the salt second thing is you hard said I have fingernails, I started thinking. Now, how do your fingernails relate to you bashing your face? Oh no! The see, I got there, head. and the first thing I thought was, Christina, can you get your grandmother on the phone so we can get her to pick out a color so that we mm. can paint Travis? Oh, yes, yes, can yes. I go get a manicure with Grammy? <gasps> oh my God, she'd love that. She wouldn't. Christina's she, face is saying she wouldn't. Christina's face. She's was looking like, to oh, go. No, no oh, she's no. looking to go every two I'll weeks. Th- I'll dr- do you, does Grammy need me to drive her? I'll pick her up. Oh, she'd love I feel that. Like Travis she she prefers not to drive. I used to do it with my grandma's all, all the time. And then he's not going to do it. I told if you what. ditch Grammy. I'll yeah, right. Ditch we'll, Grammy. We will all revolt. If you ditch Grammy. If anything, oh. I'll ditch the podcast to hang out with Grammy. Okay. Wow. That's, okay. I don't all think right. we needed to make that sort of a statement. I, yeah, I, I mean, we, we had could, to hurt somebody. We can coexist. I mean, you don't. I mean, Christina, you've literally ditched this podcast to hang out with Grammy. She's okay. my grandmother, you know what, guys. It's starting to hurt me. So if we could just um, <laughs> go back to what we were talking about, which is that Travis has fingernails. 
We could talk French toast. No, I don't want to talk about your stupid bread that is already French toast becoming more French toast. How do you think that feels for that bread? What an identity crisis. It's going to be like, I thought I already was French toast. Why am I being dipped in egg? Whoa, is that a skillet? Ah, so good for you, (laughs) Travis. I hope that keeps you up at night. Maybe it enjoys the heat. Maybe it enjoys the heat. Yeah, the skillet. Oh, my God. Well, okay, so. While you were making your more French toasts and French toast toast, um, I watched <laughs> I watched on Netflix last night. I don't know if either of you have heard of this. I live in the state of Connecticut and I'd never heard of this. So on Netflix, there's a, a sports documentary called Untold Crime and Penalties. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, the Danbury Trashers. Yeah, the the NHL, the minor league NHL team uh, that came to Danbury, Connecticut and was owned by a 17 year old. Um, I had no idea this was a thing. It was in the early 2000s. So I think they said it was 2004 or five. So I had to have been. Is that before or after the Islanders mess? I think it was before. Keep going. So anyway, I was a child and, um, I do not remember this happening whatsoever. Uh, but I texted my dad and I said, Hey, do you remember Danbury, Connecticut, having a minor league hockey team owned by a high schooler, a literal teenager. And he said, oh, yeah, it was, you know, it it was literally like drama every single night. And my dad was like, it was comical because it went on for way too long. I encourage you all to watch it because it's kind of mind blowing that we all just as a society sat back and allowed a 17 year old to run a hockey team directly into the ground. So uh, go check it out. It's well worth the watch, um, especially if you enjoy. I love hockey for the fights. This is all of that plus drama plus more. So yeah. it was watch. actually after I was wrong to correct myself from earlier. I, it was after the Islanders. Um, that was in 96. Remember when the Islanders had that guy buy the team and he didn't have enough money to buy the team? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> hmm? So that, what's funny is they referenced that in this doc, how they yeah. re- they referenced how like that happened. And then there's a 17 year old who's like, well, I crazy. actually have the money. So yeah. here you go. It's like crazy. How? But you're also a kid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's worth the watch. Go watch it. It's yeah. They did a malice at the palace of that uh, doc, too. That's like a doc series. Right. But they're all separate yes. episodes. I stopped yeah. watching the malice at the palace one very quickly. Why? Because of the bias? No, because. Uh, I wanted to about the mouse and palace. I didn't, I don't care about in this instance, Jermaine O'Neal, like where he came from. I just want the documentary on the fight because mm. that's mm. what I thought it was going to be on. And it starts out, yeah, but everything, you know, docs like present the context around. Yeah, They have to the, like lay the foundation. Like, this is why this you. thing mattered so much. If you pay attention yeah. to all that boring stuff, Travis, it pays off later when they get to the, and then you're like, Oh, which That's is the perfect segue everybody. for me to tell you, which is the perfect segue for me to tell you what I watched on Netflix this weekend and the um yeah. weekend. It was yesterday, it was Tuesday. <laughs> uh today is Wednesday. Who Katie. cares? Days are just <laughs> foreign concepts at this point. They are all the exact same. And honestly, right now, the way life is going, Saturday is my least favorite day of the week. That's how upside down things are over honestly, here. Honestly, every day can be a weekend if you have the right attitude. I actually don't mind a Tuesday. Tuesdays might be my favorite. Now, suddenly, I feel like we're two weeks removed from me saying that Tuesdays suck. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's all right. Time's a Moving flat circle. It. Point is, I watched clickbait. Have you seen like 
the ad. I feel for like I've Clickbait. seen this. I've heard about it, but yes, no. I've definitely seen the ads. It I don't is know if I've watched a uh, Adrian Grenier vehicle about, uh, you know, the guy from Entourage about um, yes. a guy. Here's the basic concept. A guy who's a father and a husband and a brother. Those are his main roles. Um is kidnapped and a video is posted of him online holding up signs where he says, I'm abuser, I'm an abuser of women at 5 million views, I die. Mm. And yes. so I thought by the preview that the interesting thing that would be examined in this show was gonna be how uh, humans use the internet and whether or not society or the media would feel a responsibility to cover this type of story a certain way so as to not encourage people to go and watch the video. Uh, I couldn't have been more wrong. It was basically a like whodunit murder mystery show. Ooh. It's, I believe, nine episodes. So for the first three, four, maybe even all the way to five, it was a show that I had on in the background and I was like, snickering at and being like, well, that's too convenient. There were a couple moments where it used like law and order logic, which for those who are unfamiliar, it's when a detective needs to narrow down suspects and walks into a bar and asks a bartender if he remembers one person that was there two Fridays ago. And the bartender goes, <laughs> I sure do remember that guy and provides some very pivotal detail. But oh, he ordered a else. white Russian. Yeah, he remembers the exact thing that matters that you needed to know with no digging. Like it, the show a does a little bit on. of that at first. And so I kind of dismissed it as like, oh God, it's another manifest and I'm not going to stop until I know the answer to the ultimate question that the show is asking. So I'm going to watch the whole thing, but I'm not going to pay attention to it. And then by episode five, maybe six, might have even been as late as seven. I was like <laughs> somewhere in the middle. I went, huh? And then all the stuff that was silly before, because it's really slow, the first few episodes, all that stuff, I started to figure out why it was there. And I was like, oh, wait, I know who did it. And I Ooh. did the math and I was so proud of myself. And then I won't say anything else, but um, it turned around. And now here's my dilemma. I can't tell if that's related to the fact that in between those episodes, I went to the gym. And that's starting to worry me because now I feel like, <laughs> was this show stupid? And now it's still stupid, but I'm stupid? And so it seems smart? Or did it actually get really pretty good in the middle? And I think, I think it did get good in the middle. But there are still parts of it that are like, oh, this is stupid. But it's, I actually, I think I would recommend recommend it i don't know i don't know i've been debating watching it for a while because i keep seeing uh commercials on it on the scale of uh what's a show that you love um uh halt and catch fire okay on a scale of manifest and halt and catch fire okay Um, on a scale of manifest to halt and catch fire it is a i love how manifest is just like the ground floor everything goes up from there (laughs) it is a i'm trying to think of another comp because obviously on that scale it's not a number it's another show but i can't think of another show that i would like deck um it's a little bit above below deck mtv challenge it's above that because my opinion on the challenge is low this season i do not i'm not enjoying it like i used to okay but now but now i have a good understanding of where you 
this is actually helping me out. I don't know if it's helping anybody if else out. If you like a mystery, and you know how I always say in the annoying way that I say it, that like, I like to be rewarded for the things I noticed in the show. This yes. show does a little bit. There's a little bit of an infuriating something, but it's, it is interesting. I don't know that I ultimately, I'm not even saying like, oh, the, I loved the ending because I've got issues, but it, it was interesting enough. If you're looking for something to watch and you don't want to go full manifest, you can go clickbait. How about that? Don't go full manifest. People like never go full manifest. And people are tweeting about it that they're going to get involved with it. And I'm like, I know. You know what's funny though? It's the thing that would I when I see someone say this show is insane. Why does anybody watch it? I go, well, I want to watch it. <laughs> I'm well, a glutton for punishment, apparently. But then, meanwhile, the entire internet is yelling at me to watch Ted Lasso, and I'm like, I just don't think I'm gonna. So I was not against Ted Lasso, but I definitely wasn't even remotely on the same level of enjoying it the way my boyfriend and the rest of society seems to do. Um, I, I just thought it was a little too cheesy, corny the first season. Um, oh, Christina, mentions are going to take a hit. Well, no, no, I was going to say I forget who I was so talking. Maybe it was for her to share her. Opinion, honestly, okay? it could have been Dop that I was talking to about this, who said, um, you know, if you allow yourself to just enjoy the corny and like enjoy the show for what it is, and not compare it to, oh, well, this isn't what I thought. It blah blah blah. And if you don't, if you just immerse yourself in it. You'll enjoy That's true it. for every show. So I did that for the second season and I actually really, really like it. I don't know if that's going to change, you know, your opinion of wanting mm-hmm. to maybe watch it, but I was definitely not interested season one, season two, full blown into it. I really enjoy it. And I actually look forward to the next You know what episode. I'm scared of? I think what I'm most scared of, because I've been analyzing myself to try to find the answer to this. Like, why is it that I just keep watching everything else and I won't watch Ted Lasso? It's because I know it's probably a symptom of my depression that when I watch things now, like TV, commercials, uh, people in public, uh, celebrities talking, I uh, groan. I'm just like, ew, people are falling for this. I think that's probably Mm. my depression that thinks everything sucks. Um, But it is, I think I'm afraid that Ted Lasso is so universally loved that if I watch it and I don't like it, that I'm like, okay, the world and I just do not see eye to eye. It's just, yeah, I was going to say, is it like the fear of um, not liking it the yeah. way everybody else does? People, it's like meeting people your hero. Love, yeah. Or yeah. it's like finding out that like, oh, you are, your opinion is unpopular. And it's like, oh. Okay. That's kind of how I felt about Game of Thrones, though, when everybody has loved that show and mm-hmm. I do not like it whatsoever. Anytime I say that to somebody who obviously really likes the show, they all give that same like, really? Like, what's yeah, wrong but that's with a, you that's for not That's the actually best thing about a, fina- a bad finale, like a bad ending, is that you'll probably oh, yeah, it's like jokes on say you. it. Now, if you see it, people will be like, oh, man, I wish I didn't get as into it as I did. And it's like, yeah, because it didn't <laughs> yeah, exactly. pay off. I actually yeah. watched, I think, like four episodes of Ted Lasso and I just like stopped. It's not that I didn't yeah. like it. It's not that I hated it. It was just like, I'll go back. I'll it watch it at some like, point. Yeah, it didn't captivate you. Yeah. I'm also in a very dark phase. Like I told you, I'm listening to podcasts where people describe the scariest moment in their life. Like that's where I'm getting my content these days. <laughs> really intense stuff. So if it's like, by gosh, by golly, I sure do love soccer. I'd be like, yeah, I don't think I could do this. 
Yeah, no, I definitely think you need to be in a a different mindset. You need to be like wanting and welcoming because I get in those moods too, where I'm like, I can't like, it's exactly why I had to either stop watching below deck and watch something else or why I only watched below deck for Mm -hmm. like four days straight because it's comfort. I don't want Mm -hmm. to veer from what I know I'm liking right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's friendly banter, right? I think we covered it. I think we did it. Now that we're 30 minutes in the podcast. Oh, by the way, halfway through Christina talking there, I realized I haven't been recording this whole time. So my recording oh, starts good. Uh, at three. It's oh, wait, three minutes oh, in. That's so, all right. I'm recording oh, everybody's individual tracks. Okay, good. I just, um, I do this thing where I move the window down so it's underneath the Zoom window. And then when I click on it to click record, I have to remember that I'm clicking to switch windows and then I have to click record. So I technically have to click it twice, but I always forget. Lucky you, I record everybody's individual tracks just in case. Yeah, I so. know. I'm just saying, Travis, I'm sorry. Uh, so you don't need to say you're sorry, though. We're good. I'm sorry. How many times are you going to make me say it? <laughs> two more times. Two more times. Sorry, sorry, Travis. God. We're good. You're, you're forgiven. Today on the thanks. Today on the podcast, what do we got, Travis? Uh, Mac Jones has uh, enlisted his uh, girlfriend for help with him memorizing plays. Okay. Uh, Lane Kiffin got a, so much as a headline. Hmm? Uh, Lane Kiffin. There's, there's just, okay. That's Lane Kiffin. Right. That's, uh, I was waiting for right. what comes next. But Bill all right. Belichick. Not, oh, trust, not trusted. Lane. Okay. Not trusted. Yeah. Duh. Mm-hmm. But all right. Uh Stay tuned. Stay tuned, he said. <laughs> Folks, stay tuned for Most more riveting great podcast, which, by the way, have I mentioned? It's brought to you by Gatorade. So, Travis, I see that you wrote a bad suggestion in here. So, I would suggest what if we, I tell the people about Gatorade as well, uh, hold on a second, Angelica. Sorry, you wanted to pitch your idea, but why is it bad? John Voigt? Yeah. Who- what he doesn't have that unique of a voice. Oh, I think he does. Do your best, John Voight. I can't do it, but neither can I. But that doesn't the fact that you can't do it doesn't mean well, that it's not unique. Are. That just means that you can't do it. John Voight, what it, he doesn't have like Nicolas Cage has a unique John Voight does definitely John- has his delivery. Is Dan around? No, he's not. Dan. How dare you? What would you just want me to get him? Why don't I just let Dan host the podcast? Okay, you get me. It's sports with me. It's mine. It's all I have. I just wanted him to. You'd ask him and be like, oh yeah, just he does slap it. me down. You wanted him to take your side. I think yes. you're not understanding. Can we get? Can we do Gatorade, please? I was gonna say, let's tell them about Gatorade. Uh, from memory, my way I remember Angelica from the Rugrats. Sure. Oh, I mean, not if you're not excited about it. I thought you would laugh at that because I don't really remember what her voice sounds like. But I can I'm okay with it. Mind. But I honestly thought I thought John Voight was like a real like I was. Proud I honestly do. I I know who he is. I cannot. Christina doesn't even know who he is. That's exactly what you say if you don't know who John Voight is. What she's saying. I mean, is, I had I to Google, to admit, but now I, I know who know he is. is. I googled who he was, and I fully know who he is. Don't know what he sounds like. I mean, he just sounds like a man. So. Is it like this, Tommy? Is that how she talks? Because in my head, this is how Angelica talks. I'll try that because Travis won't give me a yes or a no. 
Gatorade knows there are many paths to greatness, Tommy. How you get there is up to you. Sometimes you gotta grind it out to get up early and put in the work, even when you're not feeling 100. Sometimes it takes staying focused on a goal, knowing where you wanna be and that you'll have to pour everything in to get there. Other times you just need to dig deep and show some guts to be brave and never let anything stand in the way of what you can accomplish. Then there are days that you just have to get in the gym and get some gains. <laughs> okay, Angelica, chill. <laughs> to put in all the reps and get stronger each day. But whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to help fuel the journey. Because greatness starts with G. Tommy Pickles. Boom. I mean, John Voigt would have been. I mean, Travis, Travis could not have been less enthused. Travis was texting John Voigt to be like, dude, I tried. I tried to get you in. And one of the girls doesn't know who you are. So not a good look for you. My bad. Congrats, by the way, on your new job as John Voigt's agent. Can you at least just do me one favor? Sure. At some point tonight, Mm. can you just ask Dan if it was a good voice suggestion? Yes. I don't promise to let you know. That's fine. Like if he says it was, I'm not going to tell you. But if he says it wasn't, I'm going to tell you right away. Perfect. So you can expect. I won't that. expect any text. If you don't hear from me, don't ever bring it up again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Deal. Mac Jones. Who? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I have been trying across multiple platforms on this, the worldwide leader to get anybody to engage in that dumb bit with me. Mac Jones, um, nope. what happened with him and his girlfriend? So he went, went on a radio show in Boston and talked about how if for him, it's easier to visualize the plays if it's instead of just looking at a playbook, actually go out there and like run routes and different things, you know, more visual. Yeah, do just, by example. Yeah. And he said that his uh, girlfriend has been helping him uh, memorize these plays and then he's been throwing the ball into the net. And I've got a few issues with Mac Jones. Oh, boy. Those feel like two different ideas. I feel like you jumped from story to issues you have. with. Can we talk about the story and then we can get into your issues? Well, I feel like we were on a pretty good high. I think they go together. but jumped really low. So here's... I just wanted to say... It's sorry. Go ahead. But that's fine. This this story to me, and I think to probably (laughs) most girlfriends, is, um, is like saying water is wet. Like... The uh, girlfriends are behind the scenes of your favorite athlete, helping them crush it constantly. They keep them together. Uh, the only time y'all talk about us is when you think we ruined it. When you think we are the reason that they uh, can't throw a spiral. How dare Jessica Simpson take um, Tony Romo to Mexico? But I will say most <laughs> of the times when you aren't thinking about us, we are in some ways contributing to that man you love so much. So I, this story, while it's all well and good, I think we should not treat it as if it's like, oh, this one got his girlfriend to help. Like, bitch, who do you think helps the jokes? It's we we help. Yeah, Mac Jones is the only who has ever looked at his girlfriend to say, I need some help yeah. with this. Yeah, dude. Uh, and also, this, let this be a note to men. You can ask for help. Uh, we're very good at giving it, actually. 
I think it's uh, no, we're, society you know, has we're actually told, pretty useful. Yeah, society I mean, tells guys it's like you got to figure it out. Don't ask for help. But when you do, uh, most times I think you'll be surprised that you'll get like a oh my god, I'd love to. Um, we're very helpful creatures. So Travis, now that now that that's out there, what are your issues with Mac Jones? By the way, her name is Sophie Scott. Sorry, I hate that's like a pet peeve of mine that we're like, Mac Jones's girlfriend, Mac Jones's girlfriend. Her name's Sophie Scott. If Sophie is this awesome to be running around to help you memorize the playbook, uh, Mac, why don't you work on victory formation and get down on a knee? Wow. Oh, oh, bars, Travis. All right. Wow. He said if this you was like not- it, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Okay. Here's another one. Yeah, we do walkthroughs. Jones confirmed upon follow-up questioning. I just kind of throw, uh, do them with her and throw into a net. Why can't she be the rest? Throw her the ball. Why you got to throw it to the net? Oh, Travis, I do love. See, that this was we... really not the direction I thought this was going, but now I'm so happy we're. You here. know what I'm realizing that our radicalization of Travis, uh, it has a danger of veering into pandering territory. Where now he knows <laughs> that he has to check his opinions when he gets here to be like, oh, if I say that. I think it's dumb to let your girlfriend help you. I'm going to get yelled at on the internet. So instead, I'll say a much better point. But we got to keep an eye on him and make sure he's not just saying things. Like he's not going to throw her the ball because she doesn't want to catch him. I'm curious if he's worried that he's going to get used to having a good receiver. And then the games, he throws the ball and it's not caught with the receivers that the Patriots have. See, now Travis is trying to argue that what, what women think is that Mac Jones's girlfriend is better at football than a professional football player. For the New England Patriots. Is she worse so than I see the, the joke, but it's also just like you couldn't possibly believe that to be true. The Patriots have many professional football players. Okay. Name a couple. I don't have time, but they have them is what's important. And one of them was you have Cam Google. Newton. You could do it. Yeah. So I saw a tweet yesterday that was like, uh, I think it was from Pro Football Talk that was like, I don't think any of you could name two people on the Houston, more than two players on the Houston Texans. Because I was like, why is Andre Johnson trending? And then I was like, oh, (laughs) people are trying to name Houston Texans. So that's, I mean, it's a good guess. I would have guessed. It's what I would have guessed. Who's their quarterback? Um, Well, we don't know, do we? We know they're starting quarterback. They, but... Travis, to They're be fair, starting literally just said it yesterday. Is No, like I know this, no, though. I definitely saw it. I definitely saw it on the lower third. You want to hit? But it was like recent. It was like it's just recent. within yeah. the last few days. What are yeah, the, so what's the, what's, how, give me a hint? clue, a Katie hint. Uh, he has told us how he likes his name pronunciated, pronunciated, pronunciated. Pronunciated? Well, oh that's a flag. God. Throw a flag on the play pronunciated and see now I'm doing a thing where I'm making it so that you can't edit it out you can't edit it out you can't edit it out it's Tyrod Woo-hoo! it's Tyrod Tyrod it's Tyrod um, he's gonna find a way to edit that out That's no I'll, I'll leave it in yes I'll leave it in if you promise in the future do it John Foyt <laughs> oh my god okay oh, it's gonna keep coming I'll back to this I'm kidding I'll leave it, it in I promise I'll do it um Christina, did you have any thoughts about Mac Jones's girlfriend, Sophie Scott? It's a good name. It is a really great name. Um, she should keep it. Don't go Sophie Jones. Who is that's not her. <laughs> I Googled her and there's a, <laughs> a an older woman. 
uh, that I was like, there's no way. And I was right. There isn't a way. Um, it's a different Sophie, <laughs> Sophie Scott. Okay. Moving on. Um, what is okay. Lane Kiffin. That was the tease that we got for to this. your favorite Lane sport. Kiffin. College football, baby. I watched so many games and I love conferences and rules and different overtime rules. I love and especially I hearing love, more money that the people besides the athletes make. I love I love pass interference and I love I love how rich the people that aren't the players are. I love everything about well, you're gonna it. You're going to love this story then. I love I love regulations. Go ahead. So Ole Miss Miss and Louisville played Monday night (laughs) on Saturday. Lane Kiffin tested positive for COVID. He is vaccinated, but he tested positive. So he wasn't going to be able to coach on Monday night. However, uh, they won in his contract. It stipulates for any power five non-conference victory. He gets a hundred thousand dollar bonus. So even though he was not the coach there, the team won, and he's getting a hundred thousand dollar bonus this year for that victory that he did not coach in. Yeah, because that makes total sense. Not only did he not coach in, and let that sink in, right? That's the story. But nobody coached. He didn't name and a head that. Coach. To me, is the is the silliest part of this job. Not only did he earn a bonus for not going to work. Or doing, I mean, I'm sure I know there's prep, there's lead up, there's game planning. I understand, but he yeah, didn't blah, do blah, the, blah. he didn't coach. Yeah, he the didn't game, do the right. Thing. Let's just assume that that's, let's all understand each other here. He didn't coach the game. So he got $100,000 to not literally that day not show up to work and essentially proved that you can do it without him. <laughs> and so it's even more insane that somebody you could do it without. You'd give extra money to, uh, but that's why I love college football, baby. Nothing like Saturdays in the fall, K- tailgating, not letting athletes eat two slices of pizza when they're only supposed to have one. Sex scandals. Consent is a blurry concept. Um, so is so that's what happened, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, also, I see here that he got pays. He gets paid by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, which is not is a um, private organization. And I'm confused sounds, I mean, by how that smells works. Fishy. I'm confused, as with most things in college football, Travis. I'm coming to you from a place of I didn't, I don't know much about the area, and so every time I see something, I'm like, well, why'd you guys let them get away with that? And I always no one can ever give me the backstory of like, what, how did he, how can they make, how do they do that? They pay all of his basic compensation as well as his bonuses. So I don't know. This is, this is me speculating here. uh, Mm -hmm. Reckless speculation time. A lot of uh, states have laws in place on like how much a state employee can make. Yeah. So So then rather than skirt those rules. (laughs) So then what they do um, is then boosters come in sure but so like that's you, not a that's um yeah i don't know about this one but like that's why when you see like a coach fired a lot of times the school doesn't actually pay the buyout a booster comes uh, in so like what? booster money katie it's everywhere yeah i get it and i i get it but i also am like didn't anybody uh notice that it was getting greedy and broken 
Isn't like, this exactly how? When you have to how... create a loophole to pay your coach, but you say yeah. that you can't find one to pay your players. It's like, what are we doing? Why are we letting them do? I get it. It's no one's, nothing's going to change. I don't want people listening to think I don't understand how money works. I mean, I don't, but I don't, uh, I understand it's a lore and I understand that we allow people to use it as the excuse for why they do things a lot of the time. Um, I guess I'm just less willing to accept that as an explanation anymore at this juncture in my life where I'm just like, really? You needed more? We needed to pay Lane Kiffin $4.5 million. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And maybe it's just because I'm not. But if you don't pay him, then another team will pay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's how it should. But the kids, what about the kids? It just seems like everybody kind of agreed that they wouldn't ever get paid. And everybody else could get paid as much as they want to. They're students first, Katie. I know. I know. And see, I know that. It's just that I, um. I don't know. I guess I just don't buy. They can get at least the at least the athletes can get some sort of money now. Now, starting yesterday, yes. so like literally, Finally. like not it, not any. T- we don't get to already be like, hey, look, they can profit off their name, image, and likeness. It's better than better nothing. than nothing. Yes, it is. It is it's, better it's than over, literally it's overdue, nothing. It's progress, it's sure, but it's, it's also better than just it was like last who let year? you guys set this system up in the first place? I was sleeping. I wasn't paying attention. If I had been here. I wouldn't have let this happen. You you were so blinded by your lifelong LSU fandom that you didn't get involved in I know. the minutia. I thought Condoleezza Rice had it under control. I mean, if you can't trust Condi. I know. Who can you trust? <laughs> um, was there more in this story that upset me? Let me check. Uh, He's going to get more bonuses, so he'll get upset later in the that's year. That's right. Yeah, that's right. They also do uh, season tickets. They do bonuses. He gets bonuses based off the number of season tickets that Mississippi sells. That feels like, look, the only real relationship I could have to this is uh, when you remember when you were younger and you had to sell candy bars for your Oh, my gosh. The worst. But if you won, if you sold the most, you got a prize. And so, you know, my dad had a hustle about it um, that I don't know. The adult version of that. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily legal, but I am saying if I were. um, That's what I think. I were Lane Kiffin. I would be like, okay, I need to devote an hour a day to making phone calls to getting people to buy season tickets. Wonder if he just buys them himself. Oh, and then that's what my dad would do. But so uh, when I was he in would middle give school, them to like local businesses and leave them on and be like, take a take a take a candy bar. And then we would or maybe they would sell them with an up. Oh, God, he okay, buys them, upsells them. Bleep it all. So he makes bleep it all. Just bleep it all. I think it's illegal. But my dad taught me to do it. So. Uh, I remember our deal in thinking middle school was uh, magazine sales, which actually at the time was easy because all you did go is go to people that had already had magazine subscriptions and just ask them to renew it through you. So then you get some, we had to do that too. But then, because the people are already, it's not like they're buying stuff that they don't need or whatever. Like they're getting the magazines. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, many a red uh, book were acquired that way. Now my niece, she's on some like club soccer team deal and it's, you know, it's X amount of dollars and to pay for it. The league has it set up where, um, the kid or parents or whoever can go work concessions at like uh, a Texas Ranger baseball game or a concert where the Rangers play or whatever. And so like you go work for an hour and you just give the money. And like, so my brother will go at these concerts and he'll work the concert 
selling beer and he gets to listen to the concert and he's works. it's it's a different ball game these days with kids and how they have to like pay for things they're not going around selling candy bars and pizzas what the hell that was a rite of passage i guess we paved the way did yeah we sure did i'm guessing that you're welcome I'm guessing that each of you had a kid in high school that was going around selling candy until the school found out and then like shut him down. Huh? No. Like he a was, candy dealer? Like we had a kid that would go to Sam's Club, buy a bunch of candy. That's brilliant. That and then bring it to school and like sold out of his locker. Silicon Valley now. And like, it was, like oh, I, he just I opened his what, trench um... coat and have like a nutrageous <laughs> and uh, so the uh, five. Tears, gummy bears. Yeah. Do you remember um, the Scholastic Book Fairs? Oh yes. So oh in, God, I love in like the book fourth fair. or fifth grade, I, I had to have been young. It was like fourth or fifth grade. Uh, there was a kid in my grade who would like just buy a bunch of stuff, like with like 20 bucks his mom gave him from the scholastic book fair, would buy a bunch of like um what are those called? Uh bookmarks and like erasers and like all sorts of like stuff that like kids want. And he would sell them at recess. And like we, we would use like our lunch money and stuff like that to That's buy really his. St- and I remember like I remember that happening and like the the recess aides being like, what is this? No, this is no, no you, you can't, can't do this. Is tiny capitalism. I can't, can't have this. That. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. <laughs> oh, that was a great memory. Thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. Uh, people don't trust Bill Belichick. Travis, tell me more. So uh, the athletic had their third annual agent survey where they reached out to 23 certified agents. Um, they're asked all... Uh, 33. Wide, huh? 33. Oh, 33. Sorry. Oh, they were asked 23 questions. That's right. Uh, and one of them was, uh, among the GMs and front office leaders, whom do you trust the least? Eagles GM Howie Roseman had seven votes. Came okay, in so that's... I just want to point out, that's the most votes. Eagles GM Howie Roseman got the most votes. And then Patriots. Yeah, so then why does it say hmm. Billy B here is hmm. the least trusted? Hmm. Huh? The headline says Bill Belichick amongst uh, yeah, least amongst. trusted in recent uh, survey. Sure, but he isn't the least trusted. Write an article about Howie Roseman. Can we put a pause on this for a second? Did you call him Billy B, Christina? Yeah. I, I actually love I I want somebody at a press conference. Hey, Billy B. I, I want that. I want this to catch on. You're welcome. Well, actually, if you're going to use that, you have to um, credit me for it. Thank you very much. Well, you have to credit the podcast. You have to drive into the podcast. You have to like and subscribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah yes, yeah, Christina yeah. on no, sports with Katie Nolan yeah. said. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is becoming a whole thing, and I don't think it needs to. I think I made a great point, which is that the headline is misleading. This is clickbait, which you can watch now on Netflix. Well, here, I'm going to come to you. I th- I'm going to come to your defense, though, and uh, that... What? In what sense? I think it sounds like the agents are just upset because Bill Belichick for the longest time is a shrewd GM and gets things done and wins. We're like, how it rose. First quote, first quote from an anonymous agent, which say it with your chest. Okay. First quote, he's not deceitful. We just haven't had a good relationship. He fights hard for what he wants. And I do the same in the opposite direction. That is not uh not trustworthy that is not not he said he's not deceitful he's not a liar i also like pick apart the quote though he goes we just i 
you know, he's he doesn't suck. I just don't like him whatsoever. And everything yeah. I do is he wants what I he wants what he him. wants. I want what I want. And they are at odds. So I guess I would say I don't trust him. Here's another quote. They always have a plan in place and they know how they plan to use it from a communication standpoint. They're not an organization where you can have a conversation about what's happening with your clients. Is that about so the Patriots? That's not about the Eagles. Yeah, these, these are all about the, it's it's what it sounds like is a bunch of agents are upset because Bill Belichick got the better of them in negotiations. Yeah, that's how like that, it's not that's least, supposed it's to not, be an antagonistic it, relationship. Your agent exists to say the things to your bosses that you can't say because you have to maintain a good working relationship in order to do your jobs. Yeah, see, so I'm, I'm here to defend Bill here. I know. I also wait, go to the last one because the last one's funny too. It's not that he's done anything wrong, but he's team first always. So everything's slanted their way all the time. Uh, Yeah, like he shops for dudes who take that approach. He always had the franchise QB to get away with that. This reminds me of when, and uh, this is very um, self-centered, but there, I made a video on Always Late Once. Our monologue was about WNBA pay disparity and how the conversation about it is such a mess that people think that the women are asking to be given LeBron James money right now instead of that it's like they're what they're actually arguing for. So I broke it down. And then this guy made like a 40 minute YouTube video that's called like Katie Nolan lies on ESPN. And oh, it's, God, he plays my video and then talks in the most boring. I mean, dude, a 40 minute show. They tell me I have to keep my monologues at 11 minutes tops. And I'm like, this guy thinks people want, but people do. People wanted to listen to him talk for 40 minutes. And all he does at the beginning of every sentence, he's like, now, while she's not technically wrong. And then he talks for 15 <laughs> so more you're minutes. saying I'm and right. He goes to another clip of me and he's like, that stat is correct. But and you're like, OK, so you're making a counter point. And that's you're what like, OK, agents, so then again, tell me where I right need to realize that right. not agreeing with someone doesn't mean you don't trust them. It means that you don't agree with them. Yeah, you now don't get me goals. wrong. I'm not, I'm not a Patriots fan. I am not a Billy fan, but these quotes are exactly what you said. It's, well, we don't have a good relationship, but that doesn't mean he's a bad person or he also he hasn't uh, done anything a, wrong per se. It's also like, the reason you don't trust opinion. the quote that they should be. And these are all anonymous. So I don't know why they're all, they all sound scared. What they should say is that, like, yeah, you don't trust the guy who knows the rules inside and out and knows exactly how he can tiptoe the line and knows exactly what he needs to do. You don't trust somebody in a negotiation who's a lot smarter than you. But none of them will say that. Mike, to your point. Anonymous, air it out, like air it out. Go for it. Let it rain. What? What? That's what's funny is it's all anonymous, and they're all like, "Well, I just want to let you know he hasn't done anything wrong." But it's like, well, we don't know who it is. I don't want him to be mad at me. But air it out. Yeah, Yeah. just say, just put your name on it. You're an agent. You're beating around on everything. Uh, Travis just paused the podcast so he could play me the audio of what we're about to talk about. And if you haven't seen this video, you need to go watch it. Now, stop what you're doing. It's worth it. Ta- Travis, what's the story? So, uh, Hard Knocks, which I have a few thoughts on that. We'll get to after this. Can't wait. Trayvon Diggs. Glad corner- we had to add that in. Is a cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys, and he has a son, Aiden, who is a huge Dak Prescott fan. And so they had Four it, years old. They had it set up where they were at um, this little ice cream sh- shop, uh, 
at the star where they practice and they're, you know, he's got his Dak Prescott jersey on and he's talking about how he wants Dak's number and, and walks he's his favorite player. Yeah. I want his phone number. He sounds like a little, he sounds like Rudolph. He's like, hi. He thinks I'm cute. (laughs) In walks Dak. And I think he was just like so flustered. And uh, Dak asked him his name. He says he's Aiden. And he goes, and you're Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) And it's the cutest thing He's like, oh, you're Dak Prescott. Because whose jersey do you have on? And he said, oh, not Patrick Mahomes. You're (laughs) Dak Prescott. So good to meet you. He's like the most adult four-year-old ever. He's so cute. So Dak ends up signing a jersey for him and puts not Patrick Mahomes on the jersey. That's really funny. That's so cute. Um, And this was hands down the best moment of our knocks. And second best, I don't know what is. Yeah. So to your point, I have to admit, Katie, at the beginning yeah. of when before it started, you said it was going to be awful. I thought it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. You were right. Oh my god! I didn't wow. know I was getting that you were right today. It was. I didn't know I was collecting on debts. Well, would you exciting. like to? Thank I just found five dollars in my pocket. Really cool. Yeah, I'd like to thank um, Common Sense and mm-hmm. uh, Jerry Jones mm-hmm. and um, NFL Films. Thank you guys so much. This is such an honor <laughs> to be right. It was like at the the final episode was like part, you know, the cuts. And at one point they used to have a bunch of people in the room and in walks the coach and is like, we hope to have you back in the practice squad. Like they just, he, they just cut him in a giant room, like all of them together, like not personalized. That's awkward. Hmm. It was, the, it was the, might've been the worst hard knocks ever. Literally the highlight was Jerry wow. Jones salting his uh, yep. McDonald's sandwich. His McGriddle. And Aiden calling back Patrick Mahomes. God, that kid's voice is cartoon cute that yeah, is that was adorable God. and then they, they went outside afterwards and dak was thrown in the ball and like but he started like running around doing like little like jukes Ooh, and stuff and um then, like, next God, little kids next, doing um, what their parents do is so cute next it's voicemail so voice aiden <laughs> oh ad read okay okay <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah next ad do we read, have another one today i don't, don't think we today. do no we don't of course uh, not next week we'll get him next week <sighs> okay, what's the next? Oh, COVID documentation for stadium entry. So there's a few teams. Uh, the Seahawks on Tuesday became the third team, along with the Raiders, Raiders and, Saints, and the Saints are the other two. You're going to have to be prove that you're vaccinated to go in. And well, I, the Raiders make sense because there's a full blown mosh pit section right behind Jesus. the end zone. What's well, also so like if the they're Saint, wanting to put on a rage. The Saints are like a, the Saints are. It's a dome that can't open to. What happens more- in Vegas can't stay in Vegas if you're not vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad. Travis for- is abused per usual. I know. I know. I, no, I just I- constantly feel like this podcast is <sighs> me d- dancing, trying to get him to smile. I I'm like, come on. These are funny. These are funny. I don't know yeah. what's funny. Look though, at my wares. Travis, you want this is an audio 99 cents. Medium. I can get you a deal on this Snickers, this sn- Snickers it's midnight. Like, we're just here. Just living life, and Travis yeah. smiles to himself, but then continues on Texts. with his point. But d- sometimes, but, if but Christina and I are talking about something, he'll just start texting. That's it's fine, Travis. Tell true. me about the story about COVID nineteen. 
I feel bad for the people that are going to be taking the tickets and having to Ugh. go through this mess and deal and with it. And also t- not for nothing, I'm the line that it's going to create that's going to yeah. cause more of a situation than it would if we and all, all just, the questions of the people are like, know. I didn't realize I had to bring my I know. The, imagine oh the my people God. they're going to have to put up with who have been tailgating and who are drunk oh and who are coming into an NFL stadium after a year when they couldn't do that and who yeah, think imagine that all means the people that they're entitled to their card or you know got too drunk and it fell into the bonfire and all i swear i have or people have fake ones like how are they going to be able to for seattle specifically they have a high-tech option if you want to go that route where you can upload proof into an online portal and then if you don't want to do that or you don't have the capacity to do that or you don't know how to do that you can bring your vaccination card and they will be hand checking them like tsa You'll go through and show them. And they said that they have people monitoring for forgeries. But I feel like if you don't say that, like that could be one of those things, like a sign in your pool that says that the chlorine turns a different color when you pee. I'm pretty sure that doesn't exist, but that people just write that so that you won't pee in their pool. And you know what? They're right. I never did. I mean, but you were you were a bartender thing about just the pain of dealing with like carding people. Oh, bartenders didn't do that part, Travis. You have bartenders card me all the time. I were well, the main bar that I did most of my working at was at a, a bar where they would check your ID at the door and oh, then bouncers okay. would get 20 bucks for every single uh fake ID they confiscated. Really? Yeah. So that would be smart, I would say, NFL, if you compensate the people who you know, who, like, give them a bonus the for every COVID. fake they catch. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the fake uh vaccine cards. It's going to be and here's what's gonna happen too. The portal's gonna like crash. Oh, sure. Well, what's what also so now I have a question because what doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me is when when they do things like this, where it's team by team, state by state. So now we've got certain stadiums that are enforcing the vaccine card in order to get in, but others are not. So you as a fan, what's like what's the difference between you going to let's say you're traveling with the team you love. You go to a game for in a different state a couple, you know, the, the week before. Then the next week, you go with this team to the Seahawks, and now Welcome you to have the to United show- States, where some like, yeah, laws like- are at state level, <sighs> and some are at you know nationwide, federal level. Um, the thing that's confusing to me is, do the Seahawks have one hundred percent vaccination rates? Because if you need to be vaccinated Ooh, to point. enter the stadium. But they don't have to be vaccinated to play. Argue that they can't enter the stadium unless they're vaccinated. Unless there's some sort of an exemption I'm not familiar with. It seems like in Vegas and New Orleans. And where were we just talking about? Seattle. Seattle. Seattle, um, All the players should then therefore have to be vaccinated. Sorry, sir, you can't come in. Uh, my name is Russell Wilson. Let me. No, sorry, sir. You don't have your card. You you can't come in. I mean, Doug Baldwin, please come on through. Technically, isn't that the rule? I thought. It, so we're, are the rules the rules, or are they not the rules? Is the question. If it's a rule that we all have to follow, this is like during the summer when I saw people in the stands wearing no masks and coaches on the floor with masks, and I'm like, I just don't understand what the rule is. What are we doing? Uh, it just feels very inconsistent. But 
what are you gonna do? That's how I wrap up all my COVID stories now. Well, (laughs) it's like, well, well, what what it is, what can you do? It is what it is. What a day for day, you know? Um, I feel like there was more stories to get to, but you're saying that there aren't. That's all I had. That doesn't mean that there aren't more stories. That's just what I grabbed. No, I mean, I felt like I thought I saw more. Um, Again, we're not going to talk about the NWSL, but there was a uh, interview with the new Washington Spirit president and Meg Linehan, who I told you last week you should listen to and follow. Maybe it was two days ago. I don't know um, that you should probably read where he basically says um, that he doesn't know the women's game as well as some other people. But that doesn't mean that he can't be a president and just watching uh, women's (laughs) soccer Internet react to that quote. Has been very funny. Um, am I a quote unquote president? Have I been trained to be a president in the way some others have gone to business school, been in other fields and then come to lead an organization like this? No, but I come with fresh eyes. I don't necessarily oh, know. The just ended it there. I don't necessarily know the <laughs> women's game as much as many people in this. Many people in the soccer world, not like as much as some people. It's like I don't know the women's game as much as a lot of other more qualified people do. But that's okay too. Coming into this with fresh eyes might be what the organization needs. Yeah, it might be. There's a tiny chance that you are exactly what the organization needs, even though it doesn't know it. Um, but I would say, who are those other people who know more about women's soccer than you? Yeah, and I think I'd like to hear they want from to president? them. Would they like to president? Then <laughs> um, th- then I also feel this is just the part of the podcast where I scroll through my Twitter bookmarks to see what I cared about. What did you have that you had something on Twitter that I was going to bring up when I think about it? Oh, what was it? Well, it's because Travis oh. was too busy looking through his phone to find what he wanted to talk about that he no. didn't realize that you were saying Damn. what you were saying. Damn, Christina. Uh, and didn't give you the reaction that it deserved. The and spot in your state you grab grub after a, a victory. Oh, yeah. There what? was a, a Thrillist. Oh, God, you guys remember Thrillist? Apparently it's still around. And it, it is. Uh, that this some you know those accounts on Twitter that have check marks, but they're just like max preps. And you're like, what is this? And then you look at it and it's like, we're a leader in high school sports. Uh, maybe that's a big one. I don't know. I don't follow high school sports because I obey the law. It just doesn't feel like a thing that I should be doing at this age. Um, feels a little icky. Right. And so, but you know, those thrillist and guyism, I worked for one of them. But so they put out one of those icons that says like, what icon, Katie? Really? It's just like a, a infographic. Found it. What state has the most iconic post-game spot? And every state on the United States is replaced with the logo of the most popular post-game spot in their in their. Oh, this is fun. State? No, it isn't fun because it's not accurate it's, at all. None of it's accurate. I well, don't. That's know what I wanted to this. hear. How inaccurate it is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Hawaii's is. Oh, I can't even tell what that says. So I can't. It's some pizza. Great Alaska. Or no, that's Hawaii. Oh, no, that's that's Alaska. Alaska. You were right. I was looking at Alaska and calling it Hawaii. That's the day I'm having. Hawaii Uh, zippies. In-N-Out is uh, California's. Whataburger is Texas. uh, New York's is Sbarro. (laughs) It's not true. It's just like. It's like they watched The Office and said, let's do the prank. I was going to say, that's exactly like the the stupid office joke. Pennsylvania's is Auntie Anne's. 
That's, no one's going to Auntie Anne's after a victory. Who's like, going to their local also, mall? Also, Massachusetts being Dunkin' Donuts isn't wrong. We do hit dunks on the way back from the game, but it's on the way to somewhere else. We're not partying at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, who parties like, what do you at think this is? The Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. Uh, What's Connecticut's? Uh, Subway, which is wild. That's it's that's so lamer wild. than Dunkin' Donuts. That oh my god, lame. imagine going to Subway to party. Should I ask my boyfriend if after UConn football games, they would go to Subway to party? Well, after? this is after a victory, so they wouldn't know. Jersey's, <laughs> Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey is blimpy. And uh, Ohio's Wendy's. What's uh, Kentucky? Maryland. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. These two go together. New Jersey is blimpies, but um, Maryland looks like it's Jersey Mike's, but the logo's yeah. cut off, so I can't tell. Isn't that Jersey Mike's? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, Kentucky that is, is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. As if you couldn't pick anything else. The only one that I might believe is North Carolina with Bojangles. Well, no, I would believe Panera? Um, Texas what state is, is Whataburger. That? Is that Missouri? And... What state is that? Oh, my God. I really, truly don't know. Yeah, it is. The Panera? Yeah. Yes, Katie, you nailed that. What's the state underneath Missouri there? Is that Arkansas? And Georgia is Chick-fil-A. I could, I could believe that one. Alabama is checkers. Okay, that makes sense. Mississippi is bumpers. Yo, I'm knowing more of these states than I thought I would. Tennessee is crystal. Yeah. And then Kentucky is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Ohio is Wendy's. Illinois is steak and shake. This is me naming all of my states. You guys are not impressed by this. Listen to Christina's question. Did I? My apartment was right next to Wendy's. So I went to Wendy's. So, yes, you personally did. Yeah, but I went to Wendy's, Wendy's after so, wins, so losses, yes, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I doesn't equate for me. It's Well, the, the article doesn't say, did Travis Rockhold go to every go to Wendy's after every single occasion? It's just after victories. And yes, you did. Oregon has a place called Papa Murphy's Take and Bake Pizza. Oh, um, it's actually that's good. That's a mouthful, but okay. So, it's take and bake. Is that just like you get it at a grocery store and then you make it at home? It's not delivery. Yeah, is that like a fr- are they giving you frozen pizzas? You ask. It's not frozen. So you call and you have them put whatever you want on it. You go pick it up. You take it home and then you bake it. So but it's you not order delivery. It. It's also not DiGiorno. It's pick it up and then you make but it. You can get it exactly it like yourself. it's, it's, it's the worst of both worlds. You have to leave yeah, your house pick it up yeah. and make it yourself. And you have to make it yourself. The only upside is you get exactly what you want on the pizza. But you, why don't you just call and Should get it delivered? Should be that way when you order a pizza anyway. Yeah. yeah. But it is good pizza. I I'm not you can demand it. Okay. Well, Coldstone is apparently where the state of Arizona. That one's Arizona. Yeah, next to New Mexico. Sure. Katie's just proud of herself for knowing the state. I know, I'm naming all these states, and you guys are just like, nah. What's Florida? Well, well, you got Alaska and Hawaii confused. I'm just kidding. I know I did, but it was really brief, and we moved on from that. Uh, Florida is Burger King. That tracks. No. That tracks. (laughs) That tracks. That tracks. I drunkenly got a, a... I almost called it a McChicken. A one of those... What are the long chicken sandwiches at Burger King? I drunkenly ate one of those walking down the street in Miami. So that tracks. Nice. I haven't been to a Burger King. And they put they, they have BK lounges. I don't know if they're actually called that, but they have the Dane Cook joke in Florida. They have a BK that sells drinks. Ooh, it's weird. Sweet and sour. Yeah, exactly. Um, was that everything, Travis? Was there anything else in your in your I feel like this works? went by way too quickly? I know, I agree. 
And I only recorded half of it, which is troublesome. I saw a tweet that this can't possibly be true, but I wanted to bring it up here in the podcast that 18% of Americans have personally invested in NFTs. And I was like, excuse me? Huh. That's a lot I also of saw a commercial today on Tom Brady's Instagram for he said he's getting into the crypto game. And I just want to say I, I vow to not do that. I don't know what that is. I don't trust that the people who know what it is aren't going to take all my crypto. So I'm not doing the crypto game. I'm not going to put an ad out where I tell you to buy the sports coin. I'm not going to. I don't know. I don't understand it. I think you're being sold nothing. And I don't like that. If I'm going to sell you nothing, it's going to be in the traditional sense, a podcast where I don't give you any sort of information that you need. And I just waste two hours of your time. I'm not going to make you invest. There is a story. Tom Brady is complaining about jersey numbers again. No. Well, he's not wrong. I, it is weird. But I don't this like one, them. I actually. I, Even just I, watching I the preseason. With him? Yeah, I know. I uh, What did he Wait, say? What's, what so is he arguing about? His beef with the numbers is. Uh, so a couple of the Cowboys players wore different numbers in the preseason than what they're going to wear on Thursday when they play the Buccaneers. And he's like, I'm watching film and number. I'm like. All the players, they okay, go by yeah, numbers. They're not I agree memorized. with them then. So in his his mind, let's say number 11 does this, this, and this. Well, number 11 is now a different person. And so- Yeah, no, that to me, I actually agree with that too. Because then it's like, you know, you can't change jersey numbers mid-season. Like, like it's not like you're changing your jersey number before every game because that, you know, to Tom's point, how do you watch game film and prep? Yeah, well, like, Tom, I'm, deal with it. with them. Nope, but. not me. I'm anti because it's legally I'm contractually obligated to disagree with Travis and everything he says. So I bet Bill Belcher doesn't have an issue with it. Billy so. B. It's Billy Sorry, B. Billy B. It's Billy B. Now. Yeah. Do we Sorry. have time for one more voicemail? Trudis? Yeah, we do. Hello, this is Nick from Massachusetts. Again? Did you hear that? No. Hello, this is Nick from Massachusetts. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, sorry, that was lame. Uh, this is Samia from San Diego, and uh, oh my god, I was just calling to recommend Love Island as a show because uh, see, seems like most of you are into reality TV, and Love Island is top tier reality. Mostly the British version. I haven't watched the American version, but the British version is uh is Moshevskis. Uh, well, I guess I have to ask a question, ask a question <laughs> on the Love Island topic. Uh, Tommy Fury is, uh, Tyson Fury's brother. That's his name, right? So, uh, I guess that brings me to, uh, I don't know. Well, if, if you could be related to any celebrity, uh, not, not including, uh, Kate Nolan, because, I mean, I, I think everybody would want to be related to her, um. What celebrity would you pick and why? So, uh, yeah, I love you, mean it. Um, I'll talk to you later, maybe. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how to end it. But, yeah, bye. <laughs> that was incredible. What was his name? I think he said Samuel. I think it's Samuel from San Diego. Samuel? <laughs> We love you and we mean it. That's the greatest. It's the, the, every time I listen to a voicemail, I'm like, greatest voicemail of all time. It's so um, good. I've been told on Love Island to start at season three because I started at season one. And this is from Andrea, our TV expert. Um, 
I, she was like, oh yeah, don't, I started season one and I was like, this isn't, I don't, it's not catching on for me. And she was like, oh, skip the first two, I think was what she said. So I'm, I've been, I've got that one in the hopper. I'm waiting. It's in the, mm. it's, it's in line, but I have heard it's absolutely fantastic. To answer your question, I would be Connie Britton's daughter so that she would let me brush her hair. That is a good one. Thanks. That is mm. Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Mama coach. Mrs. Hmm. Coach. I'm trying to think who I would be wanted to be related to. Mm-hmm. 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 Also Dan Soder, but that's in a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. Um feels weird if I don't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, first of all, yeah, but that'd I'd be like weird if he's your si- that- like you're related. No, no, you wouldn't already. be my sibling. I said in a different way. I know. Uh, are you related? There's a question. Are you related to your spouse? No. That isn't a question. Right. That's a that's a question in like three states. Um, but it does feel like. <laughs> and in those are- states, they say no too. <laughs> but they are your family, right? I mean, isn't I don't know? I like, do they only is, become your family stupid, when you have kids? You- is that is that how it works? I don't know. Are you? Ah, this is so confusing. This isn't confusing to I bet ninety percent of our listeners who were like, "No, idiots! This is how it works." But I think. But anyway, um, Samuel's voicemail literally sounded like the inside of my brain. That's how I tell stories. He started off in one place, Mm -hmm. ended up in a completely different space. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that, Um, but I still don't know who I would want to be related to. Travis, who did you say? Um. I could see uh, Josh, see. A- Josh about- Allen would be fun. Okay. You want to um, be Tom Brady's son. We know that. No, I do not want to be related to Tom Brady in any way, shape, or form. You want to be no. Urban Meyer's His, kid. The food they cook in their house. Ugh. You want to be Urban Meyer's baby. I mean, no, Ooh, I, know, want, okay, no, you know, I actually, want Urban to be my uncle. Made- oh, uncle that was Herb. just going to say uncle would be good. What, Christina? Mm. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. I want him to be. Wait, hold on. Who? Sebastian. Who? One of the top comedians of all time. No, One what's his last name? Comedian. It's Maniscalco. She got it. Pretend she got oh, it. Pretend Travis. she got it and let her keep going. Ugh. Anyway, um, I want him to be either my dad or my uncle because not only is he hilarious, but he knows how to cook like really well. He does. So like, yeah, he, is. he has a cooking show. What? I got my answer. Yeah, Why he has a cooking show on, on the Food Network. Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay. You guys are just naming celebrities off of each other's celebrities. Some of you not even naming them properly. You guys aren't taking the assignment seriously. Um. Well, I did say who I wanted to be related to. I want to be. For a very good reason. Laughs and food. That's fair. But then you don't want your I might dad. not have gotten the last name dad. correct, but that's okay. I don't have to have you a want, last name. I want a, an uncle. Like an uncle to be, I want like Popovich, Greg Popovich, to be my uncle. I want. Uh, see, I don't. Ryan I don't know Reynolds if you want to, be to. My uncle, because Ryan Reynolds is. Oh my hilarious. god! You want him to be your uncle? I literally have yeah, Ryan Reynolds the fun open uncle. on my he computer just shows right up now. To a. Ooh, why? Because I was googling to make sure I had the right person. What? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He's he, hilarious. Who did you get him confused with? Yeah, he's hilarious. I wanted but to make I sure he's the one that's married. To, I wanted to make sure that he was one oh, married to Blake well, Lively. In some states you can. That's what? True. Actually, I don't think that's true. I don't think you can kiss your uncle ever. Who's to say? You know, we're wading into dangerous territory here. We're getting we're in into 
We're getting into some Kentucky fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to be my grandfather just so I can go get Nike shoes for free. Okay. That is the dumbest, but of course, answer that you would say. Uh, I want Dan Soder to be my brother. What? No. God, no. I object. No, no, no. Do you hear me? Whoever's listening, no. Don't grant him this wish. He's kidding. All right, that's well, it for this week. I want to be related sports. to Grammy. I that be is it her for this week's edition of sports. <laughs> shout out to Gatorade and Dr. Pepper. Uh, shout out to the Mina Kimes show. It's Mina's birthday today. It's so yesterday to anybody listening to this. Happy birthday to Mina Kimes. Uh, shout out to the Mina Kimes show featuring Lenny as we tape this. Oh my God, it says that right in there, Travis. I didn't see that you knew that. It's Mina's birthday. So what better way to wish her a happy birthday than listening to her podcast? I couldn't have said it better than myself. That's, I, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Was, we've been uh, here for too long leave it on de- i can always uh depend on my brother-in-law travis to get it right um <laughs> oh my god big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later on a different streaming service or two honestly i bet dan would take it too because he's an only child and i think he would imagine love- how i'll play ncaa be, like, with him he would lo- well he will smoke you he has devoted a lot of time to can that you- dynasty over it San Jose. Can you imagine you're yours and okay. Dan's wedding, and all of a sudden Travis shows up like Don't big bro. Words. Don't say those words. I'll be the flower Don't boy. Say those words out loud. Shh. Stop. Or you can find <laughs> a nice review wherever we're listening to this podcast. Which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from Meek Mills, funeral director. What the fee, Meek what? Mills? Why is it? I didn't realize he was a funeral director. Okay. That says, quote, I don't know, kind of bored. So just going to type here. Cool pod, cool people, cool beans. You had me till the dismount. Had me till the dismount. But you don't like cool beans? Can't be doing cool beans. You want them refried? Hmm? Travis? (laughs) What? And lastly, don't tell that joke at Thanksgiving. And lastly, don't forget, you can always leave up a voicemail. The number is saved in your phone. Eight six zero five zero six five five seven one. Okay, don't tell anybody I told you. Uh, say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Christina. Bye. Sorry, Sebastian. I still love you. Bye. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> <laughs>